Welcome to the Goth and the Sloth. This is your Goth Luna. And I'm Matt the Sloth. We are two friends living a country apart and watching a shit ton of werewolf movies. Um, mm-hmm. And this week is no different. But I will say that we are one week behind because you may yeah. hear some beautiful texture to my voice. And by beautiful <laughs> texture, I mean a lack of texture in a certain part of my vocal range. I actually feel like I sound like um, Rainbow Dash. Like, oh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, like I was yelling at someone at the bar the other day, and I was like, like I don't even know what I was saying, but I like heard myself, and I was like, oh, Rainbow Dash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so yeah, whatever. That's nicer than my comparison to the squeaky voice teen from The Simpsons. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it is. <laughs> you weren't wrong, though, is the thing. Like, I, yeah. So I have had laryngitis. Um, I sent Matt a message <laughs> when I first <laughs> had it just to illustrate the point of my laryngitis. And it was significant, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I thought I sounded like a squeaky nightmare mouse because I was <laughs> just squeaking at people mostly. Um, so anyway, I'm back. Yay. <laughs> So that being said, uh, let's kick it off with what have you been up to? Oh, we just got back from Grand Junction playing a show up there. Yeah, I saw the pictures. How'd it go? It was good. Um, The guys from Immortal Guardian and uh, Power Glove were excited actually to see us. And they remembered us from playing with them in Denver. So that was fun. Good. Um, The turnout was a little bit lackluster for a venue that large. Which is unfortunate. Um, But uh, besides that, good night. Everyone had fun. Hopefully we got some good contacts and all that fun stuff. We'll see. Oh, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear it because I know that it's been a long time coming. I know you've been talking about travel and stuff. Yeah. Yay. So first big road trip for the band. Yeah. And also, I realized first time for me leaving Denver in two years. You haven't left Denver. Oh, that that tracks pandemic, yeah. right? Yep. Right. <laughs> Unless you count I was like, like you a couple all the time. <laughs> couple trips, maybe to the Colorado Springs for an evening, but that's about it. <laughs> nah, I guess I guess that's outside sort of, of Denver. If you ask them, it's outside of Denver. But nah. if you ask us, it's like sued Denver. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um so just doing that. What have you been up to? Uh other than having laryngitis, not a lot. Um <laughs> I I it's not that I've been like sick. I think it's allergies cuz I lost my voice around this time last year. And um but I have like, you know, been low energy coughing yeah. through the night, not getting a lot of sleep, blah blah blah. So um I think that I'm feeling a lot better, but I have not done a lot. I actually had to take a couple of days off work because I like I was trying to force my voice so much that yeah. my throat was sore. Like my throat muscles felt like it had just run a marathon. And I was like, I need to like be quiet for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so yeah, I haven't done a whole lot. I've just been trucking. I'm working on... Uh, putting together the like a recital for my students um both my youth students and adult students so getting choreography cleaned up for that and yeah very nice so before we jump in uh where can people find us on the interwebs so we are <laughs> What are we? <laughs> yeah. We are Goth and Sloth on Instagram and Twitter. And you can also email us at gothandsloth at gmail.com if you have questions, comments, and or concerns. No, no concerns. No but concerns. if you do have recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you have recommendations for wolf films, we would love to hear them if we haven't covered them already. Mm-hmm. So let's do it. Okay, so let's jump right in, shall we? Yes. So this week we are talking about 
the not so legendary <laughs> 2010 film the wolfman Woo. Oh. Um, i would howl but it's outside of my vocal range <laughs> <laughs> so uh this film it was was directed by joe johnston who apparently has done other stuff but i i don't know it, i guess has done things captain america the first avenger the rocketeer uh and jurassic park three to name a few see y'all get yourself a, a mat because he'll take <laughs> care of it for you i i have no idea oh he did that nutcracker movie that no one saw a few years back remember that the horror movie no the one that was like nutcracker but it was lord of the rings no, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Look up when you get a chance. The nut, that film doesn't exist. The Nutcracker, <laughs> The Four Realms. <laughs> Yikes. It's a thing that happened that uh, we decided as a collective consciousness to just, nope, that didn't happen. Is that all, like one of those films that also lives where the live action Avatar The Last Airbender lives? Yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I haven't seen that the, the, the Lord of the Rings Nutcracker, but... Uh, it just seems like something that like happened. I remember it being a thing, but literally no one's ever talked about it ever. We just create, just collectively like, no, nah, we're just not letting that happen. Cool, cool. <laughs> I will let it lie where it is. Um, so this film actually had quite a big production mm-hmm. uh, budget and had quite the actor budget as well. Yeah. Um, so it included uh, Anthony Hopkins, mm-hmm. who plays Daddy Talbot, mm-hmm. <laughs> aka Sir John Talbot, if you want to, you know, address him <laughs> properly. Um, but I'm gonna call him Daddy Talbot. I call Anthony Hopkins Daddy. Uh, that tracks. <laughs> yep. I have zero questions. Okay. <laughs> uh, Benicio del Toro plays Lawrence Talbot, or baby baby Talbot. yes <laughs> <laughs> emily blunt is the kind of love interest unfortunately mm, yeah sort of <laughs> unfortunately is a good character arc <laughs> yeah um her her character's name is gwen conliffe she is the i guess daughter-in-law to daddy talbot mm-hmm. sister-in-law to benicio del toro's character and then None other than um, F. It's hold on, uh, hold on, uh, hold on. I got you, Hugo Weaving. <sighs> yeah, Hugo Weaving's great, um, and he is like definitely tapping into his Elrond vibes. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's a team up of Odin, the Collector, Mary Poppins, and Agent Smith. You're not wrong. <laughs> that is this film. And it's about as chaotic as that as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, a star-studded cast. And honestly, their performances were fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, one other honorable mention. Danny Elfman did the score. Yes. Um, so, I mean, we're talking just 90s royalty. <laughs> uh, okay. So just a quick synopsis of essentially this is the remake of the original the wolfman Mm -hmm. um though if you're looking up this film wolfman is one word so every time i look at it i think it's the wolfman the wolfman (laughs) (laughs) the wolfman this is andrew wolfman (laughs) (laughs) exactly um so basically the film has a very similar plot with some key differences uh, and to run it down, it shouldn't, it, it won't be too crazy of a synopsis because it's the same movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, Sir John, uh, I guess Daddy Talbot, if you'd like, <laughs> he he was living in um, Blackmore, I think is the name of mm-hmm. the, the house or property or whatever. Um, he was living there with his son who is dead and killed at the very beginning of the film mm-hmm. um and so gwen conliffe is now a, a widow 
and Lawrence comes to find out what happened to his brother. Ah. Mm -hmm. So then he's on this chase to try to figure out what's going on. Um, Of course, the town being a town was like, oh, it's, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, They're scapegoating kind of the Romani people that live nearby. Mm -hmm. And it, I mean, it's slightly less racist than it was in the original one but not much yeah <laughs> like not not great um but again you know people unfortunately are only really recently in like popular culture realizing that they we we did the romani dirty yeah in a lot of our depictions of them um so see so basically that um lawrence comes tries to figure out what's going on we learn that he has this like crazy past his mother had apparently killed herself and he got committed to a behavioral hospital at a young age mm-hmm. um he keeps having these nightmares you're kind of like why what, what is the point of this um but i will say the beginning of the film is filmed very much like the original movie there's it there's that mm-hmm. like the woods and the um the foggy lighting and the backlighting there's a lot of silhouettes it's they they did it really well um i thought it looked good the effects at the beginning i think looked pretty good Mm -hmm. anyway moving on so (laughs) uh bad things have been happening people are getting killed including obviously ben's brother um and there are rumors as to what's going on uh and no no one's quite figured it out yet um they they kind of go after the romani people thinking that it's one of their dancing bears and both the bear and the romani people are like fuck you dude yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's not us leave us alone um and so and then a bunch of murders happen while they're there so they know it's not them they mm-hmm. know it's not the bear and uh they kind of shift gears to I-, I should say hugo weaving is playing the inspector from scotland yard so he's kind of leading the effort of figuring out what's going on um then the uh I guess fast forwarding a bit through some like character development that we don't really need to get into. Uh, <laughs> Lawrence Talbot eventually um, discovers through his dad that uh, his dad is a werewolf. Mm-hmm. Daddy Talbot is a werewolf, and um, and oh, other key plot point: Lawrence Talbot got bitten by a werewolf like early in the film. Yeah, blah blah blah. That's kind of super <laughs> important, but. It's implied. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. Uh, so anyway, um, Daddy Talbot's like, oh, I was a werewolf. And then he kind of realizes that his dad is the one that is the creature that's been terrorizing everyone. So he, um, you know, is like, F you, dude. That's not cool. The One of the servants in the house uh, has a bunch of silver bullets because it's said that silver bullets will help kill werewolves mm-hmm. and Lawrence gets his hands on them is like gonna try to shoot his dad doesn't work because his dad removed the bullet powder I guess from the bullets yeah so, yeah um anyway so then they kind of had to have like a little square off of like I know you you killed my mother and brother blah and his dad's like, I don't care about you. You're now you're like manning up to be the the son I always wanted you to be. And basically, Anthony Hopkins' character is a d bag. Yeah, um, he plays it well though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then, uh, the there's also I might have gotten this out of order actually, but there's also so Lawrence Talbot gets. Uh, kind of interned or whatever at the behavioral hospital again and get put through all these crazy things to try to like cure him of his fits Mm -hmm. um 
which is a totally unnecessary part of the film, but whatever. I mean, it does show that uh, we should just go back to the Victorian age of mental health because, I mean, everything they were doing seemed pretty logical to help with your mental health status. I mean... Oh, sure. Ice baths? <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, apparently. I Electric mean, shock, ice baths. Let's just, you know, put them in a room strapped to a table in front of a bunch of people and let's just lo- just look at them. Well, yeah, let's let... Here's our <laughs> lecture today. Everybody watch this man strapped to a table. Yeah, terrible, terrible stuff. Um, so, uh, so essentially, like, it's a full moon. Shit's about to go down. That's like we're getting towards the climax of the film. And uh, he becomes a werewolf, kills a bunch of people, has a showdown with his dad, which we will talk about later. Mm-hmm. Um, gets away and kills his dad in fire? Question mark. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just have questions. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's <laughs> fine. <laughs> and then he um, goes to Gwen as a human in his human form. It's the following day, and. I put, like, at that point in my notes, I was like, wow, he's at least 80% less creepy than the original one. <laughs> and then they kiss. And then I was like, he is 50% less creepy than the oh, original no. one. <laughs> so uh, they are, he's like, I envy my brother's life with you, blah, blah, blah. They make out, whatever. Um, he gets hunted down by Hugo Weaving. And then... He bites Hugo Weaving, gets away, and then eventually Emily Blunt shoots him, and he did. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So very similar plot with some unnecessary additions, but yeah. Um, overall, what did you think of the film? Um, I mean, kind of depends on what angle you come at it. Uh, <laughs> um, no. so. I don't know. Let's go. Let's discuss it as a remake here, because uh, okay. I, I was thinking this whole movie they could have just named it uh, "Fancy Lad Werewolves," and yeah, not, and it would have been the same movie. Like, there's no reason this is a remake except him being named Larry Talbot. Like, yeah, it it does follow the plot very loosely but it dumps it into victorian age rather than the original was modern for the mm-hmm. 1940s or 30s um yeah so it's like it's on that remake like pendulum where like they change so much like why is this even a remake like this just you just make your own thing you, you yeah. you're just trying to you know cash in on more werewolf or you know that it's the wolf man but yeah it was nothing like that yeah i completely agree i mean i do think it is a film it it does honor the original yeah in quite a few ways but they changed a lot and not all of those changes made sense to me Mm -mm. um if their goal was to pay homage to the original yeah so I guess like as a remake it's fine it's okay it should have been its own film yeah. it should have been its own film in a lot of ways and I think that that would have been a successful take Yeah I think yeah they made minor changes like they could even been changes in the editing um, that they could have fixed this and just named it yeah Fancy Lads Werewolves that's the name I came up with it Fancy Lads Werewolves okay yeah. I'm going to go with a different name <laughs> Just because I don't like the name. <laughs> How about, but, watch out, Hannibal Lecter's also a werewolf. Okay, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you separate it from the remake part and try to watch it on its own, it's a pretty mid-werewolf movie. Yeah, yeah I would agree. <laughs> it's not a great one. So maybe they did make the right choice to make it a remake because then we wouldn't have even been discussing it. I mean, we would have. We would have gotten to it eventually, right. but right. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I can't decide, but I do think so. A couple things, like 
I don't understand why the whole like mental health behavioral hospital thing needed to be there. I don't. The only reason I can think is they had the idea, which we'll get more into in a minute, but the, uh, they had the idea for the transformation yeah, and they built too. the whole thing around just that. They wanted to have him transform on an operating table in like a old style, you know, surgical theater. Uh, and then and they're like, how do we make this happen in the movie? Uh, yeah, we'll have uh, Agent Smith uh, just uh, commit him. That There we go. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, I think you're right anyway. So, uh, yeah, a few thing. another thing about this, like, it's funny. The So this was 2010. The CGI that they had in this film, which I think is excessive yes. to a point. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some of it that I thought was good, but then they were like, we. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that bear. Which I found annoying. CGI bear looked bad. Yeah, not not great. Not great. Um. <laughs> But I will say that, like, I think the I guess I want to say that, like, I, I I appreciate some of the transformation aspects, mm-hmm. but there's just too much, too much CGI. And the CGI is the same CGI that, like, average below average tv shows have access to right now yeah it's this in today's age yeah it's very flash yeah (laughs) yeah like you're at like whatever tv show you're watching if they have cgi it's this level of cgi Mm -hmm. it's 10 years ago cgi yeah 12 years ago um so i thought that was funny but (laughs) i did not think that that added to the film at all i think it was uh you know i don't know uh, I mean, assuming they had, it's right around that time where we all had, they all had that tools and let's just put that in and CGI it. It'll be cheaper and faster. Yeah. Um, yeah. That tracks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is unfortunate. Uh, well, I'll get to that part when we talk more of the transformation exclusively. Okay. Um, I, so that being said, sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, I just did uh, some research uh, about the transformation because I was very curious about it. Um, so when we get there, okay, well, yeah, we'll get there in just a moment. But, um, other than that, I did want to say that like the, the lore of the werewolf seems to be about the same as the original Mm -hmm. with, um, with it being an uncurable thing. There was a little bit less of the sign of the devil aspects. There were hints of that in the film, like when he shoots the mirror and there's a little devil behind it. Mm -hmm. Um, we didn't get that like one to one pentagram to werewolf thing yeah. that we got in the original, but uh, it was definitely a very similar lore to the original. Yeah. And then when it comes to the love interest, the love interest is a bit different, right? Mm-hmm. The, the love interest in the original was just some girl, and this one was his brother's ex his brother's widow yeah um which okay (laughs) i mean it's victorian ages man brother gets first dibs on the widow i mean i guess he was gonna shoot his shot because he knew it was gonna die soon yeah something there (laughs) (laughs) uh and then you we got the typical like you know town witch hunt sort of feel of like the town is coming after him and there were a lot of considerations for this, the impacts on society. Like the neighbors are going to hate you, but I don't think they're going to kill you and whatever. Um, so that was pretty similar to the original. So there was a lot that was similar. It, it was just, why did they have to have the werewolf fight? Like that, that, that belonged in almost any other werewolf movie. (laughs) Because fire werewolf, it was awesome. (laughs) There was a fire werewolf. There was a fire werewolf. <laughs> there was a scene where, so it's when the father, like Sir John and Larry are fighting. And there's a scene where I think it was Larry Talbot 
as a wolf rolls up the wall like <laughs> back over his back like if you were to do a stop drop and roll on the floor he did that up a wall to then jump off of the wall onto his dad and i was like what <laughs> who choreographed this are you serious right now <laughs> it was something to behold it, it was a thing yes um so you mentioned this earlier but i thought it's funny because it's in my notes too i wrote larry's less less of a creep <laughs> yeah he, i mean he is less of a creep he's not not he's not creep. not a creep but but he is less of a creep <laughs> He wasn't sitting there staring at another woman in in her own house, yeah. putting on her jewelry, and then commenting <laughs> on her jewelry to her later on. Yeah, like that is level ten creep. Yeah, no, they uh, they they did fix that aspect of it. It's <laughs> um, one thing. It's one thing. Um, <laughs> so, um, two things I noticed accent wise. Uh, okay. Benicio del Toro is barely holding on to that American accent. It's oh, man. it's str- it's straining. <laughs> he's 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 trying. He's putting the work in. It was like just it's like just about to go over the cliff like the whole time. <laughs> like, oh, he, he's gonna slip. It's gonna slip. Oh no, not quite. And then um, he never fully slipped. No, but it was it was right on the edge. Yeah, it was. It was. He was teetering. And for some reason, I don't know why, maybe it's just me, Emily Blunt's accent sounded horrible, but that's her. That's the way she talks. How, why, how does her accent sound fake? I had a feeling about that. Like, I noticed that at one point, and I was like, hold on. Is she putting on an accent? Is she... What's going on here? <laughs> like, what's happening? Yeah, that did cross my mind. That's really funny. I don't know if she's doing like a slightly askewed, maybe more posh version of her real voice or something, but something. She had a diction coach talking to her some at some point in this. Yeah, I, was, I don't know what they were saying. Yeah, I was getting <laughs> flashes of uh, like Romeo plus Juliet, <laughs> or yeah, or um, oh, that Winona Ryder movie. Uh, that was like in Victorian times. I can't remember which mm-hmm. one, but I don't, I'm not but sure. But that would be most good, Reginald. Most good. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, yeah. Yeah, that was rough. Like. <laughs> um, so I feel like they changed the meaning of the werewolf from the original. Because okay. the original was very much fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. And this one, I think, is uh, fear of yourself, maybe? Or, you know, what you could become? Honestly, I think that I would agree with you, except I think that we're giving them too much credit. Because I think <laughs> that the werewolf was, like, an afterthought. I feel like they were just like, we want to shoot some cool shit. So we're going to remake this film because now we can do it with a budget. And Fair. I don't even think they thought about like, it doesn't feel like when I watch the film that they thought about anything other than this will look cool. Well, <laughs> let's light him on fire. <laughs> and then in that rail, I think like they kind of succeeded then. Cause I think it looked, it's a very pretty looking movie if outside the That's CG. True. That's like true. the uh, forest looks good and spooky. Yeah. Um it's it's a very pretty looking movie. It is. And and I think the effects landed well as well. Like mm-hmm. the um the hand, his hand at the very beginning. Yeah. Like just that in the scene I was like, "Ooh, I like that. I like those long nails." Mm-hmm. I do like the practical things that we saw. Yeah. Um and some of the CGI wasn't bad. Some of it the CGI. Small amount. Yes. <laughs> wasn't bad but yeah you're right it was a good it did look good they did do cool shit i guess it just it wasn't the wrong movie for me yeah um i i thought that yeah like i could have been behind that if this was a totally different film yeah like if we were from the beginning <laughs> we're doing like 
West Side Story, but werewolves. Yeah. That fight scene would have made sense. There you go. Right. But like the Wolfman, no, nah, it didn't. Nah. Or the Wolfman. The Wolfman. Tom Wolfman. <laughs> um, so uh, they did show, obviously, a lot of shots of the moon, and they did look good. It also made me think, though, it's like, how cool would it be to actually see the moon in Victorian times? Like, you can go back before light pollution and oh, just be able to yeah. go and look at the moon on a clear night. That would be nice. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, us humans fucking it up for the rest we of We done us. broke it. Um, so... <laughs> We kind of skimmed over it, so let's get back to that. Uh, Hugh, Hugh, we, Hugo Weaving, mm-hmm. uh, uncle of Samara Weaving. <laughs> um, but no, he actually, I loved it every second he was in this movie. Like, I think he, I did too. he's the main one that knew what he was in, and he was just going to chew the scenery, and he he's great. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought that he he was like right where he needed to be acting wise. Yeah. Like there wasn't like too dramatic or too flippant. Like he was doing exactly what he needed to do. Though I feel like he had he it felt like he just came off the set of doing of being Elrond Elrond. Like he was giving such Elrond vibes, like the way that he was like looking at people, he was talking. I was like, dude. Yeah, he's just like above everybody. <laughs> like yeah, his, like his I, vibe. I think now he's, I like wonder. I need to watch other films with him in it after this, or and see if like he just like was Elrond after Lord <laughs> of the Rings. Like that's just who he is now. I mean, it might not have been yeah. too far off because this was definitely. I remember this coming out and being a big thing for like. 10 minutes um (laughs) but it was like peak hugo weaving because they really pushed him in the marketing and oh really so this is i know this is off of um, this coming out so uh, i yeah this is like coming him like being uh because he was in the first transformers movie and i think the second um and then yeah lord of the rings um it's still a few years from matrix but like he was like this is like quite a few yeah <laughs> like matrix was yeah 2003 i think was the third one was done so yeah something like that yeah. but yeah like he was like firmly in nerd culture at that point but, yeah um, yeah you're right it's right in between the transformers but given i mean he didn't really have to worry about his face all that no. much he did he <laughs> delivered my favorite line where he was at the pub and the lady was giving him shit for not, you know, looking into the murders more. And he's like, well, everyone in the town lives about a mile from this pub. And if I'm going to catch the killer, it'd be better if I'm closer to the pot- potential victims. Uh. <laughs> That's okay, not word then. for word, but I was like. <laughs> Close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like. Ugh. Yeah, it looks like. I mean, he's right in the middle of his Elrond times, yeah. like, because The Hobbit was after this, so maybe he was just, like, really vibing. Yeah, like, he was just in it. I was like, guess what? I'm Elrond now, bitch. It's like, I'm going to cash this check in between these movies real fast. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not going to change my character. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I did enjoy him in this film. It was fun. Yeah, he was he was pretty great. Um, let's see. One last thing I noticed. Constant scenes of people lighting candles. Like, just okay. all the time. Absolutely. <laughs> but also, having, like, oil lamps. Like, yeah. they... He, it drove me nuts. Anthony Hopkins walks around a room blowing out oil lamps. <laughs> and I was like, bruh, you see that thing on the side? <laughs> You just turn it down, turn that thing. and now it's off. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> but it's like got the sound effect and everything yeah. of him like walking over. <laughs> like, what are you doing? It's <laughs> not how this works. Yeah. Anyway, but yes, you're right. Sorry, you brought that up, and I was like, no, <laughs> no, it's just a weird thing I noticed. Like constantly, you hear matches and then lighting candles, just like between every scene. Like that was our go-to, like trance transition hey maybe there was just someone in the foley pit that was like i got a shit ton of matches 
<laughs> and I need to use them. If I use them, I can expense them. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. I, it was fine. Yeah, no, I think it's a very mid werewolf movie. Like, it'll scratch a werewolf itch, but is it like the greatest? No, no, not at all. I mean, I it, and that's a good way to put it too. It's a mid werewolf movie, and most werewolf movies are not like on the 7 to 10 out of 10 on IMDb, yeah. right? Like, most werewolf movies are l- below average. This is an average werewolf movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it's... Mm, but anyway. Okay, so, let's talk about that transformation, though. <laughs> so, we we got a couple. You do. Uh, I'd like to focus on the first transformation. Okay. So, my thoughts on this there was a lot of CGI. Yes. I mean, a lot. But I did appreciate how, like, how it, it was a total transformation. Like, it wasn't mm-hmm. kind of like, here's, like, a little flash, and then you look away, and now there's it's a wolf. Like, you got the full thing. Yeah. And it was a full body transformation as well. Like, he gets taller mm-hmm. and bigger like that dude's huge yeah he's like a person and a half tall um so i appreciated that it was just that there was a lot of cgi yeah um yeah i mean the first one is better than the second one if the second one you're talking is at the the institution right Yeah. yeah yeah first one was better i think they used it a bit more sparsely the cg a bit more sparsely mm-hmm. use the uh lighting and effects to help the cg yeah uh, and yeah that it was like dark and there was a lot of shadow mm-hmm. and so yeah i honestly the, the the first one wasn't that bad yeah second one however <laughs> So it started off good because I kind of remember that scene like it was heavily featured in the trailers and it was kind mm-hmm. of a big thing. It says like, all right, here we go. This is like what they built to and started off pretty good, like his legs twinging and stuff. But then when it got to his face, it was all over at that point. Well, I actually <laughs> I feel a little differently. Like the very beginning I was annoyed with because I don't like the like. I like the idea of you're starting to break bones and joints to rearrange them, Mm -hmm. right? And it's painful and loud and grotesque. Love that idea. Mm -hmm. But so rarely is it actually executed in a way that I like because this one, it's like that's supposed to be happening. But what really ends up happening are like these random little like lumps or something that show up and then he like doesn't really react to them in the right way so the cgi and the acting is not going together Mm -hmm. quite well so i yeah i just have a hard time with um with that cgi aspect and that's most of what this film is or this transformation yeah the second one his hand gets all like lumpy and then you get the like i love that claw hand yeah the practical one yeah but like when it's the cgi i wanted to falls flat and um so it's like that in between where it's like cgi 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 oh there's the practical one mm-hmm. and you can tell yeah yeah <laughs> between the two uh i will say though that yes the face got crazy i was like <laughs> what, what are we doing here what stop it but there is this one like it's probably like three seconds where I actually really liked the face change yeah. because it looked exactly like the one from the original. Yeah. Like once he's a full transformation, it doesn't look like the original anymore. It looks like new Wolfman, a better budget, more hair. Like it, mm-hmm. it looks fine. It looks good. Like yeah. Actually final transformation, like final werewolf, not moving, just standing there. Looks yeah. Great. Um, there was this moment in the chair. It's like right as it's like right after his eyes change, mm-hmm. 
because it's like creeping in from the outside to his eyes. All of that's trash. When it, <laughs> his eyes train, when his eyes change, it turns into like this moment where he's like roaring around. I was like, oh, that's that's the original Larry Talbot. Like that mm-hmm. looks real. That was a cool, um, like, like cool callback to the original. Yeah. But that was it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the effects artist on this was Rick Baker. If you're familiar with him. I've heard of him. Um, so he worked on uh, Empire Strikes Back is like one of his big ones. But mm-hmm. he did um, the American Ring, Men in Black, um, Hellboy. Like he's a pretty well-known effects artist. Okay. Um, but you can see. That, I, think I knew him from uh, from Hellboy. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> but you can see uh, this is near the end of his career. And I don't think he knew how to integrate CGI. In an interview I found on this, is he that they sort of forced his hand on that with budget uh-huh. and timing constraints. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I can see that. But he was purposely, specifically with the design of the werewolf itself, going to going for the idea of the original look. And I think it was successful yeah. for for Larry Talbot's character like i think his end phase his end wolf looks like a quote-unquote better version of the original absolutely yeah yeah and yeah they got some um yeah if you just look up pictures of it because i got a few up now like it looks once it's transformed it looks really awesome yeah there were some really cool wolf aspects in this film but yeah i think it was near the end of rick's uh career there (laughs) And he's just like, uh, fine, we'll do CG. I don't know what to do with this, but just, just do it. It seemed like he would have had his <laughs> hand forced. I mean, they probably hired him because he's legendary. Mm-hmm. But then we're like, well, we have this budget to do all this cool, crazy wires and burning, burning daddy werewolf. And I mean, I did not look like the look of Anthony Hopkins werewolf. I'm sorry. <laughs> not great. But I did think that the attacks were cool. Yeah. Like the um, the bites mm-hmm. and like ripping off like flesh. I thought that was really yeah. cool. Yeah. No, it was super violent, which was fun. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it, there's, there's a place for it, but also eh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say that none of my criticisms are against Rick Baker. Yeah. None of them. Like, I think he did a great job. I think some of the, I guess, forced CGI mm-hmm. was tough tough to swallow. Yeah. In 2010, especially. <laughs> so speaking of the uh, design, Luna, what would happen if you were to boop that snoot? I would lose my yeah. arm and probably the rest of my body, too. <laughs> like, they are not very nice. Right. And they don't really exist once they change like that whole she tried to call back to him yeah and his eyes changed for like a second and then changed back it would have pissed me off if they didn't change back by the way <laughs> and you know they just she he was he's a werewolf he is there's yeah there's no winning there's there. no man yeah so, no mankind left yeah no no wolf man just a wolfman yeah, just a wolfman <laughs> yeah i would have lost my arm <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, transformation's weak, but design was solid. Yeah, so, rating the transformation. Uh, see, from a pup to a wolf. A wolf. Oh, boy. Um, this is like a, like a, like a toddler puppy, like right before. Oh, that bad, huh? (laughs) Like right before you, uh, have to get them fixed. Sure, sure, sure. I I would actually go with like a mid level wolf, yeah. like a, a or mid level dog, just like a I straight guess. dog, like, yeah. Yeah, like scruffy teenage, <laughs> skinny, hasn't eaten in a while. No, that no, wolf. I can see that because yeah, it's just um, it's it's not yes the cgi is excessive but there were aspects of it that like again the prosthetics were great yeah so once you got there 
like in the transformation, like you'd be, he'd be changing and then you get the prosthetic hands mm-hmm. and then the rest of him is changing and then you get the prosthetic face. Like, so there were aspects of the transformation that were good. They did do it in the dark. They, it, they, it's not like they like had like, like weird body parts moving on their own and like super unnatural ways. Mm-hmm. Like it was all relatively believable. So I'll give it scruffy teen. <laughs> now that fits the uh, the uh, trend of this movie. If just everything's just down the middle, just yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I can't I can't argue with that one for sure. Which is uh, which is bad for reviewing because uh, it, yeah, because then we're just like, it's yeah. fine. No, worst thing a movie can be is just like middle middle of the road kind of boring. Like there's nothing to like. Latch on to like if it's terrible, you can go into like how bad it is. This is like it's, it's, well, it's yeah. not. It's terrible. not terrible. It's just yeah, bad. Just normal amount of yeah. bad. It it uh, it got the reception it it kind of deserved. Like it happened. Mm-hmm. Most people forgot it existed, and we've all yeah. moved on. <laughs> we've all moved on. Yeah. So that being said, are there any? <laughs> sequels in the works (laughs) not exactly but since it is a remake of the wolfman they've been trying to you know smack that ham forever is that a phrase it is now (laughs) (laughs) because you know remember when they tried to bring the dark universe back um so in 2016 they were gonna do a uh wolfman that would have been the same as the the Tom Cruise mummy, like in that universe, right? With right. Uh, Aaron Gutkowski, Gutkowski, uh, I don't know, uh, as directing, and uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson as Larry Talbot. Oh my God! Um, obviously, that didn't happen. Thank God. Um, and the whole dark universe <laughs> died. It did. I was hoping that it wouldn't die, but. After thinking of The Rock as Larry Talbot, I'm it was a mercy killing. Oh, the pl- the plans <laughs> I keep unfu- unfurling of that universe that they had ready to go. They just they're like kind of wanted to see how bad this is gonna get, but also kind of glad like it also failed just because it had yeah. the hubris of like, no, we planned out this whole thing. We're gonna everyone's gonna love it, and it's gonna be this whole cool thing in one movie, and everyone's like, no. Don't want it. No. Um, but since there was the success of The Invisible Man, which isn't really a remake of The Invisible Man, but it was good. It was good. I really like that film. Um, they have uh, dusted off this this one again and are in developments uh, as of October of last year of making a new one with Ryan Gosling being Larry Talbot. Okay. <laughs> okay um better than the rock i mean they should probably just have him turn into a goose since he's a gosling okay Matt. <laughs> all right all right but yeah so we'll see if that comes into fruition i really hope they don't try and force a universe out of the invisible man and just let the invisible man just be a good movie but we'll see we'll see to be to be universal's got a universal yeah why don't y'all let us know what you think about that whole idea like we should have like a starbucks um like tip jar where you choose like do we want ryan gosling or dwayne the rock johnson as larry talbot where we at (laughs) well who would just, just out of curiosity, who who do you think would be a good Larry Talbot in today's world? Out of everyone, ever? yeah. Well, like that's a current working actor in the correct age range. Dan Stevens. I don't know who that is. Um, he is. He was in. I mean, he's been a lot of stuff. He was actually Beast in the remake of Beauty and the Beast. Not a good remake. Good actor. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, he, I know this was, guy. He he's been in a lot. Read off some of the stuff that he's been in. I can't think off the top of my head. Uh, let's see. Bringing it up. Bringing it up. All right. He was in Gaslit, the TV series. Don't know what that is. 
the Prince TV series. I don't know what that is. He's <laughs> done a lot of TV here. He has um, done a lot of TV. I watched him in, um, what was it? Call of the Wild. Crazy one. Oh, he's in Legion. Legion. That's it. He's the main yeah. character in Legion. Yeah. No, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think that okay. he would be a great Larry Talbot. I, I can think see he's that. like crazy enough, but good enough actor. Probably won't be that creepy. <laughs> and yeah, he's got a good face for Wolfen. I yeah. can see it. I, he's, he was really good. Like he had a perfect face for the Beast. Yeah. And Beauty and the Beast. So I, I'm just saying, I think that he would be great. And apparently he was in the TV miniseries as in uh, Frankenstein. So, you know, he's already in that dark universe. He is. He is. Yeah. He, he, he likes to dabble in some crazy stuff. So. Oh, is this that same movie? Oh, he is. He's in a movie with, uh, Chris, with, uh, my future ex-wife, Kristen Ritter. Cool. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) vamps. It's like clueless, but vampires. Oh, Okay. Mm, interesting <laughs> so who would you want to play <laughs> um yeah because you got it's got to be like more of an everyman because you can't do like a chris hemsworth you know um but what about uh with uh, the scars guard but not alexander but the uh Pennywise the Clown Skarsgård. Oh, yeah. Um, he seems a little, like, clean cut to me, but he's a very great, he's a great actor. Bill Skarsgård. And he's, he he was in um, Hemlock Grove as a werewolf, yeah. so. I think he, I think oh, no, he would. He was a vampire. Oh, he was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was a vampire, but he could probably be wolfie if he wanted to be i think he could bring the creepiness back to larry and make larry extra creepy ew <laughs> i don't think i want that <laughs> but I, I i like a spindly werewolf and he'd make a good spindly werewolf yeah you're not wrong you're not wrong <laughs> all right well let's move on to uh the next part of our show which is aptly unnamed what you been watching bitch (laughs) what you've been watching bitch i think we got the name now oh man so since it's been a few weeks i've seen so many things okay so i'm gonna try and not use up all the time here okay so i went and saw i don't know if i mentioned this last time but we're gonna go from here everything everywhere all at once oh yeah i saw that that was awesome uh highly recommended Mm -hmm. um you should definitely check it out Uh, i watched lords of chaos the okay. uh, biopic about yeah. um, oh, what's their name? Yeah, the whole Norwegian metal scene that yeah. went insane. Uh, <laughs> I finished my Apes watch through and watched War for the Battle of the Apes. It's way better than it deserves to be. <laughs> like it's a remake of a Charlton Heston B movie. Why is it that good? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure I've seen it, so now I know. Third one's really good. The whole trilogy of the new ones, every one of them's good. Um, nice. See, so I saw Crazy Stupid Love, which was pretty dumb, but it had Ryan Gosling in it. Speaking of Ryan Gosling, I actually thought I I liked that film when I was young. Like when it first came out, I saw it in the yeah. theater, and I was like, "Oh, he's so cute." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't the worst romantic comedy in the world, but it. Uh, it you know it was it was candy it was just you know yeah there's no substance to it no not at all <laughs> and then i saw the northman bill northman i haven't seen it yet but yeah <laughs> the northman R- northman he's friends with andy wolfman <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but yeah northman really really good again like top tier i won't mm-hmm. say much else about it uh but really awesome nice um, on my Brad Pitt watch through, uh, I finally got one I've been missing for a really long time. The Mexican. Oh, 
Yeah, I forgot about that movie. That was a fun one. I actually really enjoyed it. Cool. So I like seeing him in like comedic roles. Like not he's never like fully slapstick, mm-hmm. but like he plays a good like I don't know like just shit happens to him, and like he's got to deal with it kind of kind of comedy. Okay. Sure. Cool. <laughs> and then uh, just this past weekend, before we went to Grand Junction, went and saw Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Very nice. I have not seen it yet, so no spoilers. Oh, so you don't want to hear about when? No, <laughs> you know better. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, so much things. Uh, but there's a lot out that's really good. I still need to see um, Nick Cage. Is Nick Cage in the Nick Cage movie about oh Nick my Cage? God. I am not going to go see that in theaters, but <laughs> more power to you, friend. And then uh, Bob's Burgers, the movie, comes yes, out in a couple I have weeks. To see that. Yeah. Like there, there's a lot. I'm going to be going like almost every week to the theaters, Heck I think. yeah. It's summertime. That's yeah. what you're supposed to be doing. So, yeah. Uh, what what have you been watching? Ooh. Um, I'm not sure. Well, one, I just saw Vortex by Gaspar Noé. So good. If you're a Gaspar, Gaspar Noé fan, it's very different than the, his other films. Okay. Um, but it's still brilliantly done because he's brilliant. It is mm-hmm. absolutely art house pretentiousness. So if you don't <laughs> like that, don't go see it. Um, but yeah, is I would say like his other films are like very angry. Okay. And this film is sad. Like if I were uh. to like try to tap into where he was while he was making it, yeah. I just felt like his films, he's just like, I hate people. And in this one, he's like, I hate people. It's just different. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and then I have been kind of overwhelmed with like the world and all of the bullshit happening in it. So <laughs> I've just been leaning heavily back into uh, My Little Pony fr- fr- Friendship is Magic. Oh. Because friendship is magic. <laughs> No, that's a good comfort show because my comfort show is the other way, and I've been watching Penn and Teller's bullshit on Hulu. <laughs> like, the world's bullshit. I'm going to learn about how it's even more bullshit. There you go. I mean, I, I have done that at times as well. I just haven't been able to, like, focus much. But we have – I've been watching Outer Range, and I just finished it last night. Nice. Excellent series. Excellent series. Highly recommend if you have Prime. And um, and I we just started Chapel Wait. So okay. I'm excited about that. And then I want to start Shining Girls soon, which uh, I, it sounds like is really good. And Elizabeth Moss is in it. So, Okay. Yeah. Oh, did you watch Moon Knight yet? I started watching Moon Knight. Didn't, didn't care for it, <laughs> I? <laughs> not, not loving it, but um, oh. I will finish it at some point. Did you watch WandaVision and finish it? Yes. Okay, I was going to say, that's it's not a spoiler, but that's, pre, that's pre-reading that you need to do before Multiverse of Madness. Got it. It's required reading. Do I need to watch um, the last Spider-Man? Yes-ish, but not that much. Okay. Um, Is it a yes or no? Do I need to watch it or not? <laughs> You just need to know that he had a spell that involved the multiverse that didn't work out in Spider-Man. Okay. And now you're caught up. That's basically all you really need to know. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you for the homework, our resident (laughs) Marvel and comic book knowing of all things. Yep. Um, So My cat says we're done because she's decided (laughs) to get on the desk. She's very cute. Uh, All right. So where can people find you? I am at wizard, uh, sorry, <laughs> distracted Matt, by the kitty. Yeah, distracted by kitty. Matt underscore wizard on Twitter, wizard cosplay on Instagram, and uh, Pharaoh wizard on TikTok. My band is Leonardo Leonardo. We are Leonardo Leonardo band on your least favorite social media platform, whichever one you hate the most. We are definitely there. Um. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh, and yes, where can people find you at? Uh, I guess I can also be found on all the social media you hate the most. 
<laughs> so uh, uh, you can find me at Luna underscore Minwi. That's M-I-N-U-I-T on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. So, yeah. So for next time, I'm back on my uh, bullshit bicycle. <laughs> and I'm purposely torturing Luna this time oh. with my mom is a werewolf. Yay. So excited. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so check us out next time for that one. Uh, watch ahead of time if you want to enjoy it spoiler-free. And we will see you then. Well, I guess you'll hear us then. We never yes, see you. Yes, it's true. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.